Bem-vindos ao podcast Trilingue, um podcast que falamos inglês, português e várias bostas. Eu sou o Fábio, eu morei nos Estados Unidos por 4 anos. E eu sou a Gabi, eu morei na Austrália por 4 anos. Esse é um podcast com uma pegada um pouco diferente. Nós vamos falar sobre coisas corriqueiras, só que em inglês. Olá, Trilinguers! Tudo bom? Tudo bem? Estamos aqui de volta, eu e Fábio, Fábio e eu. Oi, gente! Estão preparados para mais uma sessão de terapia em inglês? E hoje já começa cantando parabéns aí, que é meu aniversário. Então vai dar parabéns pra mim. Um parabéns pra você. Obrigado. Nada como ter amigos. É maravilhoso. Hoje a gente ia falar um pouquinho também de aniversários, né? Entre outras coisas. Entre outro assunto que é muito importante nessa semana, que foi a Carlinha se humilhando por um crossfiteiro. Um crossfiteiro do caralho. Ele é um puta de um crossfiteiro. <risos> Um puta de um crossfiteiro, mas foi feio demais. E eu tenho vergonhas parecidas com a Carlinha, porque falaram muito. Carlinha passou vergonha. Mas quem somos nós pra julgar? Você nunca passou uma vergonha dessa no amor? Olha, eu já me humilhei muito no amor. Não é por nada. É, a coisa foi feia. Enfim, gente. Let's switch it up. Yeah, let's go. And let's start with... Happy birthday to you, Fabio. Thank you. Are you excited to become 48 years old? I am super excited. We're so close to 50. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. Middle, middle age of mental breakdowns approach. Half a century. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a sports uh, car now and, and drive very fast. And have a girlfriend your, uh, half your age. Half my age at the very least. The very least. Like between legal and half my age. Yes. <laughs> I sound very old, don't I? Oh, that's so funny. But Now, yeah. The truth. How old are you becoming? 25. 25? You're like... half 50. <laughs> yeah. You're the girl that if you were 50, you'd be <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Oh, if I was 50, I would, I would be dating someone by age by now. Yeah, exactly. So are you excited? Not that much, no. Like, the way things are, yeah. not that much. Like, last year, at least I can be thankful that I didn't have two birthdays in oh, quarantine. Yeah. Because last year, we had, it was like right before quarantine. It was a weekend before. Yeah, I didn't go to that birthday. You though. didn't. What, What was, was I doing? I think you had a surgery or something like that. No, that was two years ago. Last year, I didn't go. Because Why? I think I was going to it too with my family. Mm. Remember, I was only here for two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oops. <laughs> Ooh, oops. COVID did it again. <laughs> I remember that. Shit. And But you yeah. were here as well on the day, anyways. I was. But yeah, it was fun. That was the last time we went to parks, which is closing here. It's, it's, a, it's a nightclub that the we have. The only nightclub we had. That plays country music and a lot of fucked up shit happens in there. It's like the only place, the only nightclub in, in the city, in Bragança. And whenever we do something, it's like Saturday and we get together and get super drunk. We always end up there. Not me, though. I'm a saint. I mean, you're missing out. Have you been there? You have. Twice. Twice. Or three times. I mean, yeah. Mistakes times. Only yeah. mistakes. Nothing good came out of it. <laughs> it's usually like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Breyer and Guaraná. And yeah. bad decisions. Very bad decisions. Yeah, it's usually how it goes. Regrets. But it's a great place. I wish... I'm so hopeful that they will open again once this is over. Because fuck, it was fun. I think somebody will end up buying it. 
and then doing the same thing with it again. Please. I hope. But also, like, we can't survive without a nightclub in the city. In the whole city, there's no place to go to dance. What are no. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Because one day, no, someone's gonna have to. Uh, this is gonna end, and then we're gonna celebrate your birthday. Please. In a place like that. No, next year we're gonna have to celebrate like twice as hard. Mine too, by the way, because it's also approaching. Fair. Yeah. Did you celebrate last year? No. Wow, that's two no. in a row. I didn't, and I wasn't drinking as well because I was doing Ramadan. Wow, no shit. Yeah, I didn't drink for two months. What did you year. do last year? For my birthday? Yeah. I prayed. Nice. <laughs> nice. You see, guys, the difference? We got super hammered in my house and went to parks. She prayed. Yeah, that's over, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Done God. with that. <laughs> Sorry, God. You're my friend, but, you know. But you did spend quite a few of your birthdays in Australia. Yeah, but before we go there, I yeah. just wanted to ask you, what was your best birthday memory? What was your favorite birthday ever? My favorite birthday ever? I don't think I've ever had like a, a, a one that was like amazing. Because usually I did it in my house and it rained. The first year I came back to Brazil, I rented uh, an Airbnb house like far away. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but it got like super trash to do charged me extra shit we had friends that are super crazy no. so they went like yeah one of our friends just Leo? stopped no Fusca. <laughs> Fusca in his car okay doing zerinhos on the lawn oh, on the grass sounds like a great idea yeah it was super muddy oh <laughs> we got so every one of us we have like a couple guys in, in our group it was like eight something like that and we were all jumping on the pool at night And Gorginho didn't want to jump at all. So they started cheering like a, a fucking football. How do you say? A football. Torcida. Um, oh shit. What's the name I have no idea. That? Crowd. Crowd? We could, say yeah. fra- we could say crowd. Yeah, sure. Soccer crowd. Yeah, <laughs> they made like a song for him to jump. And they were beating everywhere on like What's the, the song? wall. Sing to us. It was gordo, gordo querido, essa noite iremos te molhar. And then it just got louder and everybody started singing even more. And, okay, this song I know only because they still sing it to this day. <laughs> it was a legendary moment in our lives. I believe you. And he still didn't jump. I also believe you. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, it was so beautiful. We should have fireworks and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounded like a hundred people singing inside of a room, but like oh, wow. only eight guys. It was fun, but that everyone... Your, is that your favorite memory? From, the, from that day, yeah. My girlfriend like wanted to kill me because they were all wet and on the room they were gonna sleep in and the floor got completely soaked. And all of her stuff were, was there and got also oh, wet. Wow. It was awful. Yeah, she was super pissed, but it was super... It was nice, because I loved what they were doing, but they were also trashing the house at the same time. So yeah. I didn't know what to do. I kind of froze and just tried same. to enjoy the moment <laughs> without thinking of everything that I would have to pay for 
after we checked out. Yeah, so you, you just you just froze and sang. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the moment. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun birthday. It's a chant, right? It's like a... It's a chant, it's for a sure. Chant. It's a chant. Yeah, yeah, so... And it was my first one back in Brazil, because, like, I spent, what, four birthdays in, in the U.S.? The last one I did was pretty cool. I went out with a couple friends in my fraternity. We had drinking games and other stuff. It's usually my birthday was usually on spring break. That's lucky. That's yeah. so much fun. Yeah. So did you go to the beach and stuff? What did you do? No, for that one, no. I, I think that one was the only one that was right after spring break. Okay. So the one before was my twenty first, and I went to Florida. How that one was, was pretty fun. That? that was pretty lit. And my birthday is on March sixteenth, with which is the day prior to the, the Irish holiday. St. Patty's Day. St. Patty. Yes. Or you drink green beer, green jello shots, and everyone goes to the bars. It's a fun holiday. Everyone just gets fucked up, pissed. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 3 p.m. Yeah. And then you go into a bar and it smells like old beer. Yeah. That's it. I mean, it's a great holiday. (laughs) It's a holiday exclusively done for drinking. Yeah. And they do that. They take in. They actually do that. (laughs) Yeah. They take in from other cultures, like the Irish. And just like throw an insane party, though. Yeah. What they usually call the danger, which is a day rager. Day rager? Yeah, it's a danger. I never heard that. I think that's pretty Utah thing, at least on my circle. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it was super fun. And also, do you you have Cinco de Mayo in Australia? No. Probably not. It's too far from Mexico. Yeah. But yeah, it's something that not even the Mexicans celebrate, but the Americans took in as a day for drinking Coronas and tequila. Jesus Christ. Pretty much America it. America is trash and nobody's ever going to tell me otherwise. <laughs> it's a great excuse for drinking. Yeah. Like, wow. Appropriating of other culture to mm-hmm. drink. Mm-hmm. They trash. do that a lot. <laughs> trash. Trash. But, so, that birthday in Florida, how much detail can you give us? I mean, nothing super crazy happened from all, what I remember. We had the... I guess it was a, a parade uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, that was fun. They had like a street filled with bars. Oh my God. And we were bar hopping, which is an expression for like going from bar to bar. Yeah. And one of those bars, I think it's a pretty iconic one, where out of the blue, like every, I don't know, hour, girls get on top of the counter of the, the bar and just start dancing and pouring shots out to everyone on top or like, very close to it. Wow. It was very iconic. That's I think it's kind of yeah, it's kind of trashy looking back, but I mean, at that moment it was kind of interesting because it was so different. Yeah. It's no, a different I way to getting people getting fucked too. up. I think that looking at it from an outsider perspective, yeah. is really fun. Yeah, they had a lot of different bars. That was yeah. that was a fun night. Yeah. But yeah, that was definitely my best birthday in the US cuz all the other ones it was like not a lot was happening. I wasn't in a fraternity. The people weren't doing anything. I opened the dorms. We just usually went out to dinner and that's it. Celebrate a birthday wow. with a couple of friends. Having dinner out. That's usually what they do. They just go out to dinner. Yeah, that's what I used to do. And yeah, in Australia, buy, the same thing. They would buy me dinner for my birthday. Yeah, yeah. That's usually yeah. how it goes. So it's the same thing. Yeah, I love doing that. I yeah, it's, it's pretty like, fun. Right? Like, it's you fun. can still have a party another day, but like uh-huh. on your birthday, uh-huh. just have dinner with your friends and yeah. they will pay for you. It's yeah. So good. It's a fun tradition. Yeah. I like it. I like that too. It's a white people thing, I think. 
white people thing is another yeah. expression that you use for like people from countries that are majority white. So like Australia or America or for sure. England, London, whatever. That's not a country. <laughs> UK. <laughs> well, that was pretty much it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, it will sound bad. I don't remember much about my birthdays in Australia. <laughs> nice. Because <laughs> I was normally fucked up. <laughs> But um, I remember we always went to dinner yeah. on my birthday date. Um, except once, this crazy thing happened. We were going to Sydney. We were drinking since 5 p.m. And we lived in Wollongong, which is one hour and a half away from Sydney. Don't drink and drive, people. Do don't do follow it. my example in every country that I'm in. Um, <laughs> we, um, we were drinking in Wollongong and then my boyfriend at the time was driving us to Sydney and then there was another car with our other friends and one of these guys, he, his birthday was on the 7th of May, one day after me. Yeah. So the intention was to celebrate my birthday up until the half, until midnight, and then yeah. celebrate his birthday. Back to back. And we were going to Sydney for that. Yeah. Literally, these guys don't drink, right? Because they were Muslim and they would just smoke weed, they wouldn't drink. Don't ask me why. We were literally going to Sydney and then he hit his car. No shit. Yeah. Like where? Like um, on, on the intersection in another car. In another car, the worst possible outcome yeah. ever. Yeah. And then they had to pretend they were fatally ill to <laughs> not go you know with the police and yeah. get checked and everything because they were brown in a white country so oh they got yeah. super fucked yeah so that was like my worst birthday memory ever um but that happened i remember that one that's interesting people like in the u.s people do not fuck with drinking and driving they really don't it's Neither like in australia it's yeah. just um uh, my friend actually got caught and she lost her license but for three months like Oh, this, Here you this lose chill. your license for a year. Yeah, you have to like I think yeah, I think you have to go through the whole process yeah. of getting your license again. Not the whole process, just like the recycling part. Oh. So you don't Which is trashy because you have to like attend classes. Yeah. Yeah, that's awful. Sounds like death to me. Yeah. Sounds like I hope Caroline is a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah. Drinking and driving is a pretty stupid thing. But not more than Carlinha declaring herself for a weird crossfitting. Yes. I mean, am I surprised? No. She kneeled. Like, am I, come on. Am I judging her? Girl. Slightly? Yes. Because I think we've all done shit. We've all been there. I mean, I've been there hard. I rather not say <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know i'm still trying to think about a similar moment so you you start i have i have a collection of moments that i was like her oh my god i start i think i started pretty Bailing young me on this yeah i want to know all this shit dude the young fabio was pretty pretty dumb Thing. Poor thing. I you know, imagine. that's the type of that's the type of person you look and you're like, oh, poor thing. Oh, poor baby. Mm -hmm. He thought he knew what he was doing. Uh -huh. I I guess it was like around fifth grade. I usually gave presents to my crushes, oh my which God. was only one. I gave her a oh, necklace. Wait, wait, wait. You know, Modern Family. 
Yeah, I know, the but I've never watched episode, it. There's like this fat little kid. Oh, that's that me! <laughs> God, that's so. <laughs> that's totally me. It's you. Cause what does he do? Although Fabio is now really, you know, muscly and hot and stuff, he was oh, a chubby you. kid as well. Yeah. And this kid, in the first episode, he goes to his crush who's like 15 and he's like 13, and he reads her a poem. Oh, yeah. And then he returns the photo of himself as a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> So, what? I imagine that. I just imagine that. But yeah. Continue, please. It was. We were the same age. I gave her a necklace and I got super turned down. I don't remember what she said, but it was like, what's this weird kid giving me a present on my birthday? It was like shit like that. That's mean. Yeah, it was That's awful. That's definitely something I would do. It was, a, it was <laughs> such a mean girl. I don't think I fuck with her since then. I still kind of hate her a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, I've done much, much worse. Okay, wait. Um, uh, let's turn back a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> she was mean, and you liked her. Yeah. Let's, okay, let's discuss this with your psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> <in this session. laughs> okay, I see a pattern there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I am getting things thrown in my face. But yeah. What is that? Wait, things thrown. What do you mean? What is that? Coisas jogadas. Things. Oh, you're getting things thrown. I thought that yeah. was an expression. I was like, I don't understand what that is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. My English fails me sometimes, too. No, it's, it's all good. I'm getting fact-checked right here. But yeah, I've done worse. I've done worse. So, Thais, which was coincidentally my first girlfriend, mm -hmm. before that, I had a huge crush on her. Okay. Since I entered Wizard to study English. Oh my god. Wizard. We've been talking a lot about you guys. You could like... You should definitely sponsor us. Yeah. I've oh, not on. only been talking about you here, but also at work. Yeah, I commented on your Instagram post. Like, come on. Yeah. Okay, we're coming for Up you. Up and running. We are coming for you. For wait, sure. Wait and see. Listen to this English. It's so good. But yeah, I fell. I super heartily fell in love with her. And I tried for years to convince her of anything. I remember they had a Festa Junina. Yeah, I used to go to at, Yes, at Wizard. Yeah. And we were going to have it in there. And she was going to go. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. This, this, is, my, this is my opportunity. Because we were not in the same classroom anymore. Oh. We drifted. So I was with my friend. And, he, and I was talking. He was like pep talking to me. Like, okay, this is how you do it. This is what you say. And that's how you're going to do it. Ooh. Yeah, and the girl that worked at the reception was also, like, cheering me on. Like, who's go that, do who, it. Who's that friend? Rodriguinho. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. We've lost touch, like, years ago. But, yeah. And then I went to the, to the party, and he didn't go to help me out. And I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. And the girl tried helping me. Oh, God, I just remember something. Oh at one point, God. she got the two of us, like, alone and talking. I don't remember what I said, but she was like trying to run away as fast oh as she God, could. Now I remember a situation yeah, it. it was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. But I didn't give up on that one. Like that one didn't work out. Went to sleep, completely sad. After like a while after, I guess it was like a year and a half prior to me dating her, I invited her to a fondue in my house. I went to MSN, and it was like. What do you say? I wanted to throw something like that at my house. And 
to, in order to convince her, I said I was going to invite the people that we had in English classes together because I know they were her friends, which is Felipe, Raul, which are like big friends of mine nowadays. Yeah. But I wasn't that close to them. Okay. I was so not that close to them that Zago thought it was a different Fabio that was inviting them. Wow. He had no idea it was my house. Wow. But yeah, they all went to my house. And everybody lived here. Yeah, everybody lived yeah. here. She came too. We had a fondue super nicely. I was like, oh my god, this is super my chance. She will be at my house. And later that night, I discovered she actually liked one of those dudes that came to my house. Zago. Yeah. They had a thing going. Classic. Classic. He's the biggest. Eat quiet. Yeah. Eat quiet. He's the biggest eat quiet in the world. Yeah. That was a pretty big heartbreak. Wow. I was like, she came and she likes this dude. I discovered like on the spot. I saw, I don't know, a text or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. That one crushed me. But you that one. You dated her though. I dated her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that one crushed me because it was like super sad and I remember after that, like a while after, they were going to Hoppy Hadi all together. And they didn't invite you? No, it was like a wizard thing, I guess. And I'm like, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. They're going. And I remember that was the day that I knew they were going and that I thought something was going to happen. Uh, it was the day I had my first kiss. Just because of that. I was moved by that fact that they were going to hook up. Else. It was somebody else. I was like, I have to do this. They're doing it. And then I moved on. And like six months after I moved on, she appeared again and was like, hey. And now interested. Like yeah. A fool. And you're like, cool. Oh, yeah. She was interested. And I'm like, okay, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm into this. Hey, here's a little bit of attention. <laughs> yeah. And then it went downhill from there. Mm -hmm. But like the peak, the worst I've ever done was dating her, or right after dating her, because we dated for like a year and a month, and there was the one dude that always texted to her, hitting on her. Mm -hmm. And she was like, this is nothing, he's kind of my friend. So we broke up, and she started dating him. Oh. And I have a sequence of awkward moments. The first time I saw them at school, they were talking on a bench, like, far from everyone else. I went there and I sat at the bench, and just stayed there quietly. And they, that was the start of the humiliation. They had no stop. No. After that, they dated for like, I don't know. It was like the primeiro colegial, the second half, they started dating. But she was still hitting on me. She's a and, and we were, I'm not going to say it. I mean, no, I can't say it. shaming you, whoever you are. <laughs> Be free, my, de my darling dear. Be but yeah, that's fucked up. Don't do like, that type of shit. That's, that's like, yeah, that's evil. That's just evil. That's not necessary. Yeah. We were hooking up and she was dating. At the, the breaks in our school, we played the three of us on my iPad. Like a, a stupid bullshit game. The three of us, like, all there. I sat behind her. It was like a, a triangle, pretty much, the whole semester. It was bad. The girls, I got close to some girls, like, being friends with them. And they were like, dude, you're being stupid. And they trashed her on Twitter. Thais, my, my ex-girlfriend, who was dating another guy and hitting on me. Because it was, like, obvious to everyone, and I don't know how that was happening. But, yeah, that was the most humiliating. I spent a whole semester as part of a, my... Throuple? 
Yeah, a part of a triple with my ex and her new boyfriend. You're an interesting character, Fabio. I never thought I would hear that from anybody in my life. I cannot even imagine how that happened. Oh my god. How did that take place in my life? Okay, I don't have anything as humiliating as that. I mean, Carlina, you're, you're good. You're good. You're good. After this, I'm sure, girl, there's much worse out there. And I do hope you're acting, by the way. I really do hope I do too. all an act. And you know how much of an idiot this guy is. He's a big idiot. Yeah, he's a banana. For sure. <laughs> For he's sure. He's a big banana. <laughs> it, he's not interested, I'm sorry. Can you notice that type of shit? Because me as a guy, I know when a, another dude is definitely not interested in it's making bullshit up. You know what it is? What is it? A, he wanted to hook up with Thais first. Yeah. He couldn't get her because she was into Fiuki. Yeah. And then he saw that Carla was another possibility because she's pretty and all that shit. But he feels inferior to her because she is so much more than him. And that's why he has the, the need to say that he's a big fucking crossfitero. You know? He has the need to reaffirm himself as much as he can. So when he sees her falling for him or showing some sort of vulnerability because of this toxicity that he has towards her he ends up showing the opposite of what she wants to see because he wants to see her somebody so much bigger than him running after him and that is why he's such a dick i mean that's a good point that's my theory that's a good theory yeah i like that shit Because I don't know about you girls and guys, like, we've all been with someone toxic and we've all put ourselves in situations like this. Yeah. And we usually don't see it. No. When you're, like, super crazy in love, I've you do not see it. I've humiliated myself with my ex so many times. Like, like yeah. hard humiliation. Not this funny crap you just <laughs> presented to us. Hard as in... Because you said something funny. Like, if yeah. I told you what happened to me, you would cry. Oh, my God. I mean, it was pathetic, but I was 14. So, I'm like, okay, that's true. I wasn't 14. Oh, God. I was just stupid. It sounds dark. It is dark. Oh, God. It includes me crying for hours and then forgiving him the next morning. Okay, yeah. That's the type of toxic shit that you don't know you're into. Yeah. That's not even humiliating. That's just sick. No, it's, it, it was pretty humiliating. Because it, okay, I don't want to say it. It's don't just say sad. it, don't say it. It's sad, I'm not going to say it, it's sad. I mean, mine, it's funny, you can kind of laugh at it. Like, look at the it's kid funny. on a triangle with his ex and yeah. her new boyfriend. Yeah, but I see a lot more darkness coming from this bit of BBB. If she's not, yeah. if she's not acting. If she's acting, oh, good on you. Yeah. If you're not as stupid as everybody else is thinking you are. Yeah. You know, because... A, he's not even that pretty. Like, he's not even that good-looking. He's just regular. I mean, no one's that even that good-looking. And she's so much better than him and everything. And then one thing you said, like, when before we, we started recording, about how hot people actually look after you meet them, after yeah. you get to know them. Yeah. Like, hot people who are trash, they lose their hotness. Yeah, we get our dicks soft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Change brocha. We get our dick sucked. Yeah, that's it. And if that's not true, just if you think that's not true, just think about a friend of yours that at first you met and you're like, mm, you're not that pretty or you're not that handsome. 
And then after you get, got to know them and you notice how nice they are, yeah. suddenly they're much prettier or much handsomer. Yeah. It's just like a, it's a thing. Yeah, there are people that I think are attractive looking, but their personality is like, oh my God, just get away from me, please. Yeah. Step aside. Yeah, and I think I have, I'm not sure if I have many of these people in my life, but I have a few. I have one very clear one. Yeah, I might say it like laughter if you want it. Okay, I'm curious now. So <laughs> off, off the record, we'll, we'll know. Um, yeah. I don't know. You guys will never know, so you can die out of curiosity. No, sorry, yeah. Yeah, but um, by the end of this beautiful podcast, I just want to update you all on my phone week. Oh, yeah, of course. We need to have that on tape. A I mean, bit of an update. We can look back. How was your very lovely romantic weekend? It was all right. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary. Yes. Um, we had a little fight. I love how you sound like a white girl. <laughs> You're a super white girl now. We had a little fight, and I, I kind of like told him, like, um, so do you know what you want? Because if you don't know what you want, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And then we had a very straightforward conversation and we're still together. I thought I was gonna say something different here this week just for the fun of it. But um, no, I'm not joking this time. Love is persevering, everyone. You can start believing in stuff again. Perseverance. That's one of my uber um, standards. Perseverance. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Act like owners. Act like owners. I, I don't fuck with this shit, like, act like owners. I mean, you want me to act like an owner? Give me part of it. Like, <laughs> you want me to act like an owner without being an owner? Not even, like, slightly? I mean, you can always buy shares. Yeah, sure, but, like, participation is super small and everyone can buy it. I don't need to work there to buy shares. Yeah. Unless they have preferential, preferential shares for you so, guys available. We will talk about shares the next episode because that's something I want to know because I have Uber shares and I want to understand what the fuck is going on because I have no idea. Oh, good. That's a good thing. We can go down deep on that one. Let's do that next time, guys. Fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank have you. a great day, especially me. Hey, dude, you're listening to that. It's my birthday. Go wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> you can find me on, on Instagram. <laughs> you can find yourself a mirror. You can tell yourself that. Hey, dude, you're hot. Happy hey, birthday. Hey, dude, you're hot. You're looking Girls good are today. Dying for you. Look at you. Look at you go from the living room to the kitchen. Everyone is dying for you. No, that that was a little bit more. Than... <laughs> a little bit. Too, we took it like one too far. Bitty, 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 bitty. Okay, guys. Now we're going. Thank you. Bye. Bye. E aí, seus trilinguers, estamos de volta. Outro dia, outra pauta. É, hoje a gente vai falar sobre desenvolvimento pessoal. Porque não sei como vocês aí foram, mas durante essa pandemia muitas coisas mudaram. Muitas coisas, pra muita gente. Uhum. E pra gente também. É, não só a gente saiu da nossa rotina, acho que isso foi um ponto que trouxe reflexões pra nós. Demais. O que a gente pode e não pode fazer agora? Quais são as nossas limitações de agora? E quais são as limitações que a gente se impunha antes que a gente agora não se impõe mais? Wow! Beautifully said. <laughs> so let's let's start it in English. And I actually wanted to ask you a little bit more about that. About the things, the limitations. Yes. Um, I think before 
we were really free physically yes but not so free mentally and being in one enclosed place yes. technically we're not supposed to leave the home and everything so being stopped from doing things that we normally did first of all we started realizing how lucky we were and how many things we could actually do oh absolutely and we just value that so much more now it's and the it, famous taking it for granted exactly and we took everything for granted mm -hmm. like we took um i don't know entertainment for granted we used to say oh today i don't want to go out and now we're like fuck i just <laughs> wish i could go out yeah and i think being in one place one singular place we start paying attention more towards our inside for sure i think that the thing that the pandemic brought us was a it, it broke the inertia of just living your life every day and mm -hmm. doing the same things you would normally do yeah and you started to question yes. a lot of your thoughts and oh, a lot fuck. of your actions I, i questioned everything i did yeah pretty much for like the last three four years i started questioning everything i was and i was like holy shit when i come back who are am these, i yeah <laughs> who am i are things gonna be different Yeah. Am I gonna face a reality that I'm like, oh fuck, this was what I was living? Yeah, yeah. So I think that brings the question as well: Where would you be uh, right now if there wasn't a pandemic? Dude, I really don't know, cause it's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year, and if if okay, that brings the next question: If you could erase. The last year fully yes. and reset. Yes. Would you do that? 2020 with no pandemic. No pandemic. Not Ignoring counting the on the deaths and yeah. all of that. Obviously, is very tragic. Just like personal stuff. Yeah. Personal Me, level. myself, and I. Yes, exactly. Man, I don't think I would. I, I would not trade. Actually, having a 2020 where I would be able to go out and do all the things that I wanted to do instead of all the personal development that I got because I think I'm at a way better place right now than I was last year I mean there were some trade-offs for sure mm -hmm. between not living last year and breaking that inertia from the life that I was having yeah for sure that had consequences that maybe weren't the best but I think and going that through that might not happen right it yeah, wouldn't have happened it wouldn't it wouldn't but actually I think for our personal development and thinking on the long term, it was a good thing. Because, yeah. yeah, I like myself more now than before. How about you? I think I went through ups and downs. So, for those of you who don't know, I actually got stuck in Brazil in 20, uh, on the 21st of March of 2020. I came back here for two weeks to visit my parents and my grandma. And Bingo was actually here. On yeah. the day that I found out that I was stuck and it was horrible because I was drunk and I was <laughs> screaming and crying, ugly crying and screaming and oh my god, it was horrible. Anyways. I remember that, not being able to book a flight and it's like, um, no, it's all closed. Impossible. Yeah, impossible to go back. Anyway, so thinking about that, I wouldn't be here right now. Right? I wouldn't even be I wouldn't have lived any of what I lived and 
Okay, turning back time, last year I had this thought I would trade everything to reset this year. But this year, I don't think I would anymore. What do you think changed between the... I think my momentum, because um, I'm not sure if all of you listeners also know, but I used to date and I was in a relationship, a long-term relationship uh, of four years and we were thinking about getting engaged and we were supposed to meet in Australia and I ended up breaking up with him last year. Yeah, and while we were in Brazil, right? Yeah, not the best time to break up with someone during a global pandemic, uh, which led me to make some decisions that I think are questionable. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure some of you know what I'm talking about, and Bingo here agrees with me fully. Definitely know. Very questionable decisions, because I was very needy. After that very questionable decision... I mean, you're like in not a great spot. You just broke... You couldn't come back to Australia. You broke up yeah. from a person you were almost engaged. Yeah. I mean... Imagine losing everything. Like, yeah. I had... My cat was in Australia. My car yeah. was in Australia. My job was in Australia. I had no idea what was happening. I was reintroduced in my family home with these crazy motherfuckers <laughs> that we know they're fucking crazy. Yeah. And... Imagine that, and all of that at once, I was... During the pandemic. During like, the people pandemic. People freaked out just yeah. because of the pandemic. Yeah. All of that together? Yeah. Like, that's a bomb. I, I, I honestly give myself a pat in the back. Me too. I didn't go crazy. Good job. <laughs> you did really well. Yeah, lots of wine involved. <laughs> <laughs> lots of it. Lots of wine. But anyway, so that I think that's why. And like, after the bad decisions that I that I made, I made some more bad decisions, Yeah. <laughs> and I just, you know, um, let's say in the yellow phase of the pandemic, last year, late last year and early this year, I was living life, like nothing was happening, and I was single, so yeah. made some poor choices there. I mean, enjoying to the fullest. Once you get out of a four-year relationship and you enter another one... I know... Yeah. And you lived one that was like long distance for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that also contributed to being so needy and just needing validation. That's funny because we went almost through the same thing. Mm -hmm. I don't think my relationship was a rebound at all, but like no. we, also, we also did those yeah. things of... I think yours is more of what I'm having now, finding... Perhaps yeah, yeah. The right person. Yes. At the you wrong know, time. it wasn't like a long time since you broke up. Yeah. But once you fall in love, dude, That's you're it. either in or you're like, no, I'm gonna cut this shit. Exactly. And I was like, fuck it. I know it hasn't been a long time, but I'm gonna live this through. Exactly. I'm gonna enjoy it. That's 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 spot on. Cause yeah. I think that also contributes to the fact that my opinion changed. I would not trade places. I would not go back to Australia right now. Everything has been solved. Everything's resolved. I have a job here, etc. So I think the pandemic actually brought me where I needed to be. And everything that I lived last year was a learning. Yeah. And I've learned a lot from it. And I'm recovering to yeah. become a better person again. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so reflecting on that. And one cool thing that I heard once on those things about having being on a different spot if you chose a different path mm -hmm. is something that Gary Vee always talks about, which is 
Sometimes you, you live in the present moment regretting the things you didn't do in the past because mm -hmm. you wanted to be somewhere else. But sometimes maybe if you did that thing that you thought would have a great outcome, he usually mentions like, okay, if you took that job, you would become a manager in two years and become a millionaire. But then you take a, a flight out to Australia and the plane would crash. Yeah. Like you don't know. Yeah. You have no idea the outcome of your life exactly. if you chose the other path. We always focus on whatever was going to be positive on the other path, but like yeah. we forget the negative things that come with those. That's very deep. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't know about you, but I always see the bad things that happen to me as I, I try to look for the why. What yeah. happened afterwards? Because yeah. I believe that after, um, depois da tempestade tem uma calmaria. After yes. the storm, there's always a, a calm period, and during that calm period is where you can actually understand things and absorb things and learn from the things and like collect the good from the storm. Yes. So, like for example, we wouldn't have started this podcast. No. I would not have become best friends with the Poitrul dos Perfeitos. Yeah. I would not have met some of my very good friends today mm -hmm. at all, etc. For sure. So, I wouldn't have met um, o golpe. I wouldn't have wouldn't. met golpe. No. We wouldn't be that close either. No. Not at we all. We would not talk about feelings and other stuff. Oh yeah, we go deep. Yeah. yeah. Like, we would not be sharing. We talk about like we talk about stuff pre-podcast and post-podcast. Mm -hmm. We always catch up every week. So exactly. you guys imagine. Yeah, and I think even the bad things that happened last year. I, for example, this year I got what I wanted. My ex-boyfriend said he was leaving his family and moving to Brazil to marry me. Crazy. And I was like. Hell no. no. I don't fucking want that. Yeah. So that what you just said. Literally, getting what we want might not be what we actually want. For sure. We don't know. We don't know. Until we, we get it. Yeah, you all, we don't know. We don't know. There's absolutely not, not a way of actually choosing a path based on... You can't. You just choose... And you deal with whatever comes. Yeah. A lot. I learned a lot of that from yoga, which was staying in the present moment, mm -hmm. not worrying too much about what happened to the past, not being anxious for or creating expectations on the future. Just mm -hmm. take a breath and enjoy the, the present moment and whatever is happening to you. Yeah, that's really cool. It's pretty crazy. And freaking out during the pandemic and the, the calm after the storm thing. It's pretty crazy because I think I work a lot like that too. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're freaking out and in the middle of complete chaos, you cannot think straight. No. Not at all. I was like, there were moments where I was freaking out and then I stopped everything, pulled out all the brakes, and I was like, oh shit, this, is, this has just become way more clear mm -hmm. to me on how I should navigate this. And during the pandemic, I went through a lot of reflections on everything I did prior to the pandemic and all the the way I, I spoke about stuff was mm -hmm. also something that came pretty strong to me mm -hmm. because in the end of 2019 I actually started therapy mm -hmm. mostly because my past relationship my 
first one in my adult life ended pretty chaotically and she always talked about how bad I was at some stuff and I'm like either she's tripping on this or I'm not seeing something yeah so that's why I started therapy I'm like I'm gonna see you through and it took me a while but eventually I, I saw all the wrong things that I was doing it's a process it's a process and believe me I, I learned a lot from it I came to after coming back to the normal life when things got a little less restricted it became pretty apparent that all of my realizations were true mm -hmm. and it was like oh shit this was not good this was pretty bad there's a lot that can change and that freaked me out like quite a bit at first and I was like whenever I realized it I completely freaked out because it felt like I lost who I was mm -hmm. I was one person I was always doing that and whenever I realized it wasn't that good and I, I wasn't going on a good path or I just noticed a different way of thinking about stuff and whenever you it feels like you pop out of a bottle uh, yeah. a bottle a uh, bubble <laughs> bubble yeah whenever you pop that bubble out you cannot come back it's yeah. like fuck the illusion is broken in this shit yeah I can't go back to and this you, you end up questioning everything you've ever known everything I've every ever known. single action you've ever took yeah and even things that you lived with these people yeah do you actually were you actually happy was that actually a fun moment mm -hmm. or were you accidentally hurting someone yeah because when you come out of those realizations when you notice that you were not a good person yeah. all through i i don't know like i think that you guys your your you and the and the guys yeah the group, um there's a lot of good yes and there's also a lot of bad there is and there was a lot of um uh, how do you say that in english what is <laughs> cloth <it>? passing <laughs> yes <laughs> yes there is a lot of that mm -hmm. and i think you you initiated a moment a movement within yeah. yourself that yeah. actually cascaded down to some of the people yes and you know some of your closest friends also started realizing things and started talking about things and that created friction to the point that the group was separated yeah and that is it. how much we can actually stop to reflect on how inflexible some people are to admit that they are wrong yes you know, I noticed that pretty hard and I don't know why that happens, but one thing that occurred to me is that maybe not all people have the the courage to admit that they were not good in the past. 100% agree. So it's the, hard. the cloth passing thing, yeah. it happens. They do it towards themselves to yeah. think that they weren't that bad because I don't know, but it feels like we usually are judging people nowadays as either bad or good. Yeah. There's no like midterm or people are good in this part but they suck in the other one yeah like that's the reality of life and i think is. we should normalize saying that people are neither good or bad yeah people are just people yeah they suck like something that i'm not super on it and again we're bringing bbb back yeah but arthur yeah arthur seems like a good guy on everything he talks about but he's the typical boy issue yes classic like completely trashy complete no. complete trash and maybe he's just trash in that front 
maybe he isn't trash on the other fronts, like talking about the pandemic and caring for the other people or having friends or being good to his friends yeah. and loyal to other people. But like, boy, issue as fuck. Yes, he, he actually is... Um, I think all of us girls have been involved with a guy like this and I think all of you good-looking guys have been this guy once or twice in Oh, the for past. sure. So, Many times. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But like, when you look at that in the TV, how does that make you feel? And I think that is the question. Because when we look at that, we are the first ones to point fingers and say, you're ridiculous. Yeah. But we never really looked within to find our Arthur inside of us. For sure. Because that definitely exists. Even uh -huh. me as a girl, I've been Arthur before. Yeah. I've been ridiculous like him. And it takes like a lot of courage to admit that and yeah. internalize that stuff. Yeah, and work on it. And work on it. Because it's, it's um, I don't even know how to, to put it, but there is no running from who you are and what you've done. Oh no. And if you don't change now when you're, I don't know, 20 something, 30, mm -hmm. early 30s, You're not gonna change when you have a family. You're not gonna change when you're an adult because yeah. learning becomes harder mm -hmm. as you grow up. Mm -hmm. So you should be doing your learning now. Yeah. And I feel like a big part of learning is actually going out for the, the, the material, the content, mm -hmm. the information about all those things that you want changed. Yeah. I did a lot of YouTube search on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Mainly relationships, because I think relationships were a big part of my last year because I fucked up one, then I fucked up the second one when I freaked out. And I was fucking up all the time and back and forth fucking up. And it was like, I realized some stuff that I was doing that was wrong. And believe me, it didn't stop me from doing wrong shit and dumb no. shit. Because sometimes you just, you don't you know. Can't if you can't control yourself. Yeah, if you don't stop to think about it and identify the patterns yeah. and understand what you're going through and sometimes just say... Okay, I need some time just to figure this shit out. Yeah. You're gonna freak out and take all the wrong decisions. Yeah. Uh, like, what is one, the root cause? Back to back. I think that's like, yeah. what is the root cause of your problem? Mm -hmm. Is normally in your childhood, by the way. For sure. Yeah, Hot no. tip. <laughs> Hot tip. Look into the childhood. You're yeah. probably carrying a lot of sh You know, there's one dude that I really love. Mm. It's Tony Robbins. He's like a, probably the most famous coach ever. But he's really good and he does like weird, huge seminars. And one thing that he always does to people who are having some issues with, I think, relation, having relationship to other humans, not mm -hmm. specifically loved ones. But he always asks, who love did you crave the most when you were a child? Yeah. And it's usually a dad or a mom or some type of caregiver. Yeah. And then he follows that question with, and who did you have to be? For that person to love you because when you're a baby you have to do nothing you get love for free yeah. they love you unconditionally whatever yeah. you do but whenever you grow up there it feels like there are some types of standards yeah yeah that you have to meet and you carry that shit throughout your life yeah. that's the way you so learn how to love and relate to other people and that's what scares me the most because if you don't reflect and you just reproduce sometimes you'd have bad examples in your house Yeah. And you would actually bring that to your life. Yeah. And you are, and I say that from experience, I've always 
in my entire life rejected what I've learned, what I've not learned, but what I've seen as an example. And I would always be the first one to say, I'm not like my mom. I'm not like my dad. Yeah. And then this past year, I was just like, fuck. I am my mom. Mm -hmm. I am my dad. Mm -hmm. And my actions, not only with um, relationships, with boyfriends, my actions with my friends, my actions with my my siblings, with people that get in my way and things that I do to, I don't know, get things the way I want things to be, are exactly what I've been seeing my entire life. For sure. And getting out of that behavior is almost impossible. Yeah. Unless you actually look at it, understand which are the trigger situations and make an effort to bury sometimes your ego mm-hmm. or even your um your self-esteem mm-hmm. to just stop. Mm-hmm. Don't do that anymore. Yes. And yeah, I I think admitting these things to my parents never, but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't need to know. But admitting these things to someone, yes. to an audience of people, is also really important because mm-hmm. when you speak, you're confirming what you already thought. For sure, speaking out loud has a, a really powerful power. <laughs> <laughs> it's really powerful. Yes, for sure. What is one specific thing that you improved a lot last year? And what were the means that you used other than obviously therapy and YouTube? I mean, I think self-awareness went through the roof on noticing that those things were happening. And instead of denying or making them smaller than they actually were, just admitting and internalizing that those stuff happened. And thinking about all the other stuff that was happening. Yeah. And reflecting on past things that I did. Even... Even by doing it, it was crazy. It was for sure crazy. Stopping and just thinking it through. Like, was this nice? Does, did this affect someone in this way? And when you, you go deeper on the, on the mm-hmm. issue and you figure out more stuff and more stuff. Because when we were talking here, when I was listening to you, it feels like maybe it's super obvious those issues because they come from your parents mm-hmm. and you don't want to do it. It's but they're not, not obvious. No. It takes like effort to actually identify those. Yeah. And then admit those and yeah. stop denying and move on to try and fix them. Because yeah. once you realize is, is the first step, but actually fixing it is an active behavior that takes sometimes a while. Yes. It does take a while. For sure. Because I knew a lot of stuff that, that were bad and I was still doing it and I was discovering new stuff. Exactly. Because I didn't. That's yeah. what I was gonna say as well. Like you, sometimes you know you're doing shit, but you can't control it. Yeah. Sometimes and you don't even know what is going on at the moment. No. And when you drink, that does <laughs> yeah. change. You end up going back to your default behavior. Uh huh. That does happen a lot. And you do shit, and then next morning you're like, "Fuck! Uh-huh. What have I done? Uh-huh. I thought it was better than this." And that was something that I went through because. Being single for the first time in, you know, forever, yeah. I was drinking a lot and doing a lot of shit. Yeah. And every time I would wake up in the morning, I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was better than this. The you famous know? moral hangover. Yes. 
for sure 100% so if you are in this process of becoming a better person first step is to know you're gonna make mistakes yeah and you're gonna repeat your mistakes yeah and the most important thing is to learn from them slowly yes for sure one thing that was quite crucial to me on the on the past week is i noticed that i have a hard time sometimes dealing with the it's not bad things that people have in their personality it's just things that i don't like or don't resonate with me that well yeah. but i actually have to learn to embrace those because yes. that's what make people unique that's what make that person that actual person exactly and it was something i was working on today on on yoga since it was my birthday they have some rituals that they do it's not really a ritual but kind of that they do every change of either a season change or your birthday which you do the same sequence of positions a couple times at 25 times because of um uh, turn 25 and you think about something that you want your next cycle which is your mm -hmm. next year to have what do you want changed and not like a physical material thing it's like what do you want on your personality on a personal level what would you like to change And I chose that thing on embracing the parts of others that don't resonate that well with me. Yeah. Because that's what made them unique. And I know I have a hard time with that. Yeah. I definitely know. I think, I think that's really important to realize, to, to see that that's, that's an issue and use that. Because mentalizing in yoga is so powerful. It is. I don't know. Um, I don't know if many of you are religious or whatever, but... I remember when I was studying some religions in, in Australia, one of the things they used to say is the moment that you're in silence and there's nothing going through your head, mm -hmm. or there are things going through your head, but you're not actively thinking about them. Yes. And you're mentalizing something. That's the moment where you're in connection with God. Nice. So that's why mentalizing in yoga and meditation is so powerful because... I don't know, the universe or whatever the fuck you believe, Yeah. it happens. Uh -huh. I remember when I got picked to go to Australia, Yeah. I used to do yoga here in Kubjikampu. Yeah. And at the end there, there was always med meditation. Yeah. Um, and I was in the process of, you know, doing my TOEFL and getting all my documentation. But there was only one place that I wanted to go, and there was only one spot for that place, and that was for the whole university, right? Yeah. And I was in yoga, and I was meditating at the end, and I just remember mentalizing, I want this. Yeah. This is what I want, this is where I want to be, this is my dream, I'm gonna go there, blah, 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 blah. And it was the only moment in yoga where I actually felt like I did it right. Yeah. And not even a month later, I was picked out of the whole university. You were there. That is so powerful. So definitely mentalizing in yoga, that will help. Like any kind of, I don't know, I believe in energy. And I think anything yeah, that could clear your energy and help you reset yourself as mm -hmm. a person will definitely help in the healing process that is recognizing our mistakes, working on them and fixing them not forever i don't think anything is actually fixable forever but you can definitely work on it until it's minimized yeah we're always gonna make it's it's a continuous pro process of making progress all the time yeah and never reaching an end goal an end line 
It's yeah. just we just keep going. Yeah. We try to be better on stuff that we're not that good at. Yeah. Try to care more for other people. Yeah. And there's always bigger issues that are hiding smaller issues. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna uncover those. Yeah. It's not like you're gonna reach a point where you're like I'm perfect. Exactly. Maybe some people do, but like most people won't. No, I don't think perfection exists. I yeah, think it's no. it's made up. I think it's um. No, but like Mother Teresa, she's like another level. You don't know person. what she used to do in her private time. But she did a lot of <laughs> stuff on her uh, on, on another time. It's just like she gave up a whole life just to help other people. That's yeah, but a different level so of altruism. So you're defining perfection as altruism. Yeah, not perfection, but like. That's what I mean. A level above. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's her level above. But yeah. Maybe yours is different. Maybe for sure, yours for is sure. to become a, a person of peace that you know don't don't judge people based on their Anything. issues. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, what I'm working on right now is not to become um, obsessed by the mistakes of other people, because that was what ruined part of my relationship. Never, for, never forgiving. Yes. But forgetting temporarily, and then afterwards throwing that in the person's face. <laughs> so like that, a bomb. Like a bomb. Like you've done this to me. That's yeah. why I'm treating you like that. Yeah. You know, and kind of unconsciously that dictated my behavior for so long. Yeah. And it it did like basically basically annul all the good things that the other person started doing mm-hmm. for me because I could not forget the bad things that they have done. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on. And also not being obsessed with the past yeah. of the person. And of the person? Of the person, not my mm. past, but the person's past. Because I've noticed that I have traits that, as I said, it com- comes from my parents. Yeah. And one of those traits are, is the one that I said before. And mm-hmm. the second one is being obsessed with the past. Yeah. So, fear of the past coming to the present or future. That's what yeah. I have. It's, it's probably a syndrome somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great, because now that we know, we can work on it. Exactly. And we're going to make mistakes. We're probably going to mis- make mistakes on top of those those issues. For sure. But we're going to identify them pretty quickly and try to not do it anymore. Yeah, and or mitigate. Yeah. yeah, that's mitigate. it. You can make mistakes and then regret. And you're probably going to. And whenever I was talking about accepting the personality that doesn't resonate that well with me, I have to do that to my, towards myself too. Yeah. Like there's some stuff that I don't do that I don't like, but I, I can't crucify myself. And at the same moment, I cannot passar um pano for the yeah. things I did. So it's it's a weird ba- balance you have to find yeah. on those. On take the blame, but don't crucify yourself on it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, I think that's so fundamental because that will also help us not to crucify the other person for their, their mistakes. Exactly. You're not, you're not the only one that is flawed, you know, you're living in a planet of flawed people. Yeah. We've made up the idea of perfection, mm-hmm. which makes us think about things as flawed. Yeah. Wow. That was nice. <laughs> I'm, this, that's gonna be clipped for sure. <laughs> it's the, the the idea of opposites, right? Yeah. You'd never have perfection if you didn't have flawed, and you would never have flawed if you didn't have perfection. Wow. So, 
Yeah, guys. That so, was so deep. Like ending <laughs> with some deep knowledge here. Yeah, for sure. That was nice. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. I think um, we would love to know what you think about this podcast today because it's a little different from our usual format of just talking shit nonstop. Yeah, we went deep. <laughs> yeah, if you like this kind of content, just let us know and. I don't know. There's For no sure. thumbs up here. Put it on the here, comments. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Share with your friends. Yeah. I mean, you're learning English while being entertained. Yeah. And, to, and learning not only English, but maybe something more. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Hopefully you learned something from this. And tell us if you had your crazy experience during the pandemic. And if you changed a lot too. Would you forget about last year? Would you erase everything and go back to how things were before? That's something we want to know as well. For sure. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Bye, Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you.